Welcome to episode 11, uh, 11 everyone. I have Alyssa Rice on here, Reynoldsburg Goat right here. Uh, she is a Kentucky basketball player standout, uh, 2018 graduate. Uh, went to grad school, right? Uh, got your master's at OU, which is a, I'm in grad school currently too, so um, getting my MBA in sports marketing. Uh, so we will get right into it. So obviously you had a lot of accomplishments um, throughout your basketball career. Uh, before you explored the business side of things. Um, and one of those accomplishments was making the uh, McDonald's All-American team in high school, uh, which is a huge accomplishment. I think you put Runsberg on the map when you did that. Uh, so what was that experience like going to Chicago and uh, being a top 20 player in high school your senior year? Yeah, it was an awesome opportunity. Um, very blessed for the experience. It was very surreal being there amongst the best of the best and just the you know, work up that hard up to that point and then be acknowledged, you know, nationally um, and to give, be given that platform and to play against the best players. Um, be recognized as one of the best players in the country was definitely an honor. Um, so definitely super nervous going into it, um, but yeah. the love and support that I had from back home was amazing. And, um, you know, it just doesn't really get any better because, once again, it's just like a, uh, a combination of all your experiences that you had in high school and to cap it off your senior year with that um, accomplishment was something is definitely memorable and one of the greatest memories I had on that soccer career. Okay, yeah. So you had a lot of schools to pick from in high school, I could imagine. So what? Uh, why did you choose Kentucky? Um, so Kentucky was very much um, the family atmosphere that I wanted. Um, I'm very, very much a family-oriented person. Um, and that was one of their pillars um, that they really believed in, really wanted to instill that in the program. Um, so that was one of the things. And then um, it was far enough away from home where I could get away a little bit, but close enough to where my family could still come to see me play. Um, and then both my mom's side is from Missouri, my dad's side is from Arkansas. So being able to play at the SEC, um, they were able to see my games and watch them games. So that was a great experience in and of itself. And, um, just the SEC as an entire conference um, yeah. for women's basketball, you know, it's a powerhouse. So getting to go against the best players each and every night was something that I wanted to do to challenge myself and um, really be able to compete. And I just felt Kentucky gave me that opportunity. Okay. So what was, the, what was the hardest thing to adjust to within your game when you made that transition from being, the, you know, everything ran through you at Reynoldsburg and then coming into a system where everybody's good and, you're going to get South Carolina, Tennessee, those powerhouses. So what was the biggest adjustment when you first got on campus? Was it just the workouts in general? Was it like the level of competition in practice? Get, uh, be able to get some time your freshman year? What was the hardest thing to adjust to? Um, I think the hardest thing was really just taking my time. Um, you know, the game is a lot faster in college. And that was something I anticipated, but you don't really know until you're in it how much faster. And, you know, you're want to do things right and so you're you know you put the extra pressure on yourself and then try to remember plays and then so sometimes you just go your brain's going faster than your body moves sometimes so just getting that under control was probably my biggest challenge um the workouts I pretty much anticipated I had a really good AU program that uh, prepared me for that um college workouts but there are still days I I was like am I really built for this (laughs) but you know we got through it um, but yeah, I definitely say just like learning to slow myself down and adjust to the pace of the game was one of the challenges. That I, one of the things I found most challenging. The, um, what was the hardest team you played against in the, in the SEC? Was it South Carolina? It was definitely South 
I mean, we always had to play them like three or four times a year because between like conference and then when we got to the SEC tournament, um, we got matched up with them a lot too. So just going against them each and every night. And then, of course, I always end up guarding Angel Wilson. Um, so, damn, you know, she played for the Aces yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, damn. And so, um, you know, seeing that WNBA, WNBA players are having trouble guarding her, it makes me feel nice bad about it. So, there you okay. go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's tough. That, that's tough. That's a good experience, though, and being able to guard her. Did you, uh, was you able to play right away? How was the, how was you playing right away? Uh, did you get any Yeah, um, I actually got pretty good playing time my freshman year. Um, so I came, I was probably like six man off the bench uh, my freshman year. And then okay. I ended up working into the starting lineup towards the end of my freshman season. Um, and then throughout my the rest of my career. Um, so I was fortunate. Um, I just, I was saying, I would say defense really got me on the court. Because um, yeah. my offense took me in some, just the, the college level and stuff like that. And again. Um, but defense is where I found like I had the most control, you know. So I really wanted to put emphasis on that, and that's what I think really helped me get on the court, being a hustler, going after those rebounds, and you know taking charges and stuff like that. Okay, see, so when you came in right away, what was your, uh, what was the coach's plan? What was like your role when you, when you soon, uh, as soon as you got on there? Was it your defense is strictly, or was it anything else in particular? It was definitely defensive-minded, uh, just because he knew that was where I gained my confidence from. But then he also right. wanted me to be a post presence, you know, to be in the SEC. Most teams have those dominant post players, so he wanted me to be able to go go against them uh, offensively and defensively. And then, you know, just be a facilitator and help the offense move. A lot of times the offense moves through the post players when they're working the shots at the end they're not. Um, you know, you need the active post to occupy those people, so... Um, that was really much my role. Okay, so speaking of defense, you was was you top ten in all block and blocks all time? Mm-hmm. Kentucky, yep. So you had uh, ninety plus career blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, how? That, that's real tough, especially playing the uh, SEC SEC conference. So, how, how, why why did you think he was able to accomplish that? Um, that's, that's pretty hard. Ninety. Yeah. 90-plus career blocks. I wasn't blocking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was just really positioning, and that's one thing that um, came a little more natural to me. It's just like I've always been a good defensive reader, um, reading how the offense is moving and, you know, just being in the right place at the right time. So I think that really helped me, um, you know, achieve that. Um, and so, you know, just being able to read what the offense is doing and trying to be a step ahead of them. Okay, so what uh, what was your best year at Kentucky? You said was it your freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year? It could be just individually and team wise. Yeah, um, so my freshman year we made it to the Sweet Sixteen, um, so that was probably our biggest team accomplishment. That was the first, the furthest we made it in the tournament. Um, but then each year I felt like I built upon my resume um, and got stronger, built that confidence. Um, so by my senior year, although our record really didn't reflect like the most success, but for individually, I felt like I built myself up as a leader that year a lot. Um, and then I made strides also on the floor, both offensively and defensively. And that's when um, I really took on a more ownership role and had to be, you know, move from a facilitator to, you know, a role, I mean, to a lead player, so um, that was something I took great pride in, too. 
Who did y'all uh, lose to in Sweet 16? Um, that was Kelsey Plum's year. We lost to Washington. Oh, you played against Kelsey Plum? Mm-hmm. How much she give y'all? She actually wasn't the problem. It was their other girl. She doesn't She doesn't jump. She's just flat-footed at the three-point line. Um, I forget her last name. Uh, she killed me. But, yeah, she was the one I was giving us buckets because we had a whole game plan for Kelsey Plum, how to shut her down and stuff like that. And it was her... They're three and four player that was lighting us up. So okay, okay, I, I know she's. Game, but, I know yeah. she scored like sixty in one game, right? Yeah, Kelsey she's did. tough. She's tough for sure. Oh my god! All right, so let's switch topics a little bit. So as athletes, we all go through some adversity at times, especially playing at the high level like you did and and myself. So describe a time where you went through some adversity at Kentucky or just in high school at Roseburg, and how did you get through it? Um, so I would say my sophomore year, um, it was really challenging because I, it was the beginning, we had just came out of preseason, about to go into, um, our non-conference and I got a stress reaction in my foot, so it was on the verge of becoming a stress fracture, so I was in a boot for six weeks and, you know, it was kind of deflating because I had made so much progress over the summer, felt stronger, felt good, I just got into shape. before the season? Yeah, before the season. Oh, okay. So, um, it happened, like, right after we had uh, finished preseason. Um, and so I had to be in a booth. I missed, like, the first three three or four games, I think. Because um, I was being, I was out in the booth. And then just to come back, it felt like I was starting all over again. You know, yeah. faster. I felt like I had lost some of my conditioning because I couldn't do so much. Because the only way right. you can get, you know, recover from that is rest. Um so, yeah, I feel like that was the, one of the biggest challenges. And then just, like, mentally, um, when your game isn't matching up to what you want to be, you feel like you're putting on all this work and may not be seeing the results right away like you want them to, um, especially, like, when you come from a high school um, where, you know, you've been seeing so much success and you know you're capable, clearly. Right, um, right. Sometimes you can just be deflating when you're not seeing those results, but you feel like you're putting in even more work. Um, so I definitely had a mental struggle. Um, probably sophomore year was my biggest struggle um, to a point where I went. You know, I, I felt like just I was overthinking things. I started like, you yeah. know, you just sometimes you just have to go back to the fundamentals and just like you know how to play the game and you know just strip it down to the basics and you know just believe in your the process. I think I think a lot of athletes like uh, when we was in high school and just even now in today's generation that they don't get that uh, coming from high school, being a man, and then you playing at a high level, like, shit ain't going to be like it was in high school. Right. Because I, I had to learn that, too. When I went to Wittenberg, like, our our uh, leading scorer averaged 12 a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm used, to, I'm used to averaging 20, 25, and then I had to learn that uh, I need to affect the game in other places besides scoring. You know what right. I'm saying? I think, I think that's the biggest challenge for us is, putting our ego to the side, not just coming back from injury, but just individual talent, putting our ego to the side and just buying into the system. Right, absolutely. And that was, I think, I, I, you know, you want to be successful and you want to be there for your team and stuff like that. And I feel like it's not like you don't want to do those things, but like you said, sometimes it's just like a mind adjustment, like, because you're used to doing things for so long and, you know, you feel, you learn to, that you successful in this one way but you know just wishing I said and learning that there's other ways to be successful and to be productive on the court um and earn that playing time depending on who your coach is they see success in different ways so you know that plays a factor into it as well 
Right, he's a prime example of that. All right, so tying in with adversity, uh, you know, the mental health is going on, it's big right now. What's your perspective on mental health as a whole? Yeah, I think it's very important. I think that, especially in college athletics, it's been, you know, pushed to the side for so long and, right. you know, kind of just taken as it comes with the, with the process and you being a college athlete and sometimes you just, you know, push through just what you've been told. Um, but I'm glad that it's finally coming to the light and seeing it in a more positive light where people are respecting it a little more and, you know, giving people those resources um, and building it up. Because um, back when I was at Kentucky, we had one sports psychologist for all of our sports, and I didn't even realize it while I was there. Um, but, you know, it was just hard because, you know, I got all these athletes and this one man's trying to, you know, facilitate all them, all these athletes so you may schedule an appointment but not be for you know, three months and you you got to get the next day, you know? So, you know, just resources like that, and uh, I think that college, that colleges are really putting more value and resources into that to making sure that student-athletes are um, better equipped. And I also think that student-athletes are speaking up for themselves and, you know, not taking, pushing to the side um, any longer, you know, and yeah. saying that this is real, this is something that we deal with on a daily basis, and, you know, it's not healthy for us to just keep, you know, acting like it doesn't exist. So having those conversations and making people aware. Right, and like, and anxiety is another big thing too because I know Kevin Love came out and said he had anxiety issues playing mm-hmm. in front of huge crowds. Did you ever, not as far as like anxiety uh, in particular, but did you ever feel like really nervous? Because I know y'all have some big, big crowds. I mean, it's Kentucky, you know. Yeah. So did yeah. you ever felt like was you ever like, oh shit, like there's like. 15,000 people in here right now. And I'm playing yeah, I'm on the floor right now. I definitely did. And I still, like, I would say even back in high school, um, I would get, like, those nerves and, like, anxieties. And I would just put so much pressure on myself. And, you know, I've always been my toughest critic, no matter what what right. facet of life it is, whether it's academics, school, work now. Um, I'm always my toughest critic. I just have high expectations of myself. So that probably doesn't help at the end of the day either. But... Um, it definitely is like you have to there's a bar you have to meet you know people have those expectations of you that you don't want to fail people and you know fail yourself and um, so you're just trying constantly trying to reach that benchmark and then when you fall short of that you know you start having those feelings of anxiety and guilt and stuff like that um, so it is hard to deal with um, being on that stage day in and day out but you know part of it is that helped me I just try to take myself out of it, my environment out of it, and, you know, I'm a Christian, so I was just like, I play for an audience of one, and that's God, so as long as I am playing and giving him the glory, then that's all that matters, and at the end of the day, like, whatever my performance is, if I know I did my best, and I play to the best of my ability, then that's all I can do, like, coach may think something different, I may get ripped in film next day, but, like, you know, I just went out and performed, and I feel like that helped me really calm myself down and take the external factors out of it. Right, and speaking of, you know, God and stuff, like, my mom uh, installed that in me, too, because there was a point in time where, like, I wasn't thinking about quitting, but I was just like, damn, like, shit ain't going, shit is going left. And uh, my mom really told me just to keep God first, continue to keep God first, and continue to pray to him, and he have all your answers. And I, once I did that, I mean, man, like, everything just opened, opened wide open for me like an ocean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was able to be successful, you know, through the system, you know, in my own way, besides, you know, being selfish, 
know what I'm saying? Because I came in, I came into college being selfish, too selfish. Uh, I was ahead of myself instead of taking the proper steps to be become, you know, a better teammate, uh, become a better person each and every day. And I just think that, you know, that just goes credit to God. Just you know, keeping mm-hmm. God, you know, in full circle for 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 your whole life. You know, absolutely, so. absolutely. Yeah. So switching topics again. So as we all know, I mean, ever since I've known you, I mean, you've been a hard worker academically. I, I saw the day that you you made the honor roll team three times in the SEC, and then you was a scholar athlete, um, scholar athlete of the year in 2018. How important did you take academic academics? Because clearly you did. What, what's behind that? Um, it was just something that's always been instilled in me from like a young age. It's like if you do something, do it to the best of your ability. Um, so that's what. And if I put work out there, I want it to be my best work because it's a reflection of me. Um, so that's something I just, I've always been a higher achiever, like I said, in any facet of my life. So academics not being left out of that. Um, you know, I was got a valedictorian in high school, and then so yeah. just carrying that over to college. It was, that was one thing that I actually found comfort in, because, like, academics I always knew I had in my pocket. So, wait, wait, I got a qu- Listen, hold on, I got a question. Uh-huh. This might sound like a dumb question, but did you get a... Man, somebody told me you got a 5.0 in high school. I did one quarter, yeah. 5.0? How'd you get a 5.0? Because I was only in AP classes, so I got uh, all A's in AP uh, classes, so it bumped into a 5.0 for you. <laughs> what, was that your senior year or something? Uh huh. Yeah, my senior oh year. Oh my god, I didn't know that was possible. I thought the limit was like 4.5. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. That is crazy. Damn. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, I think I graduated right. like a four or five. I think. That was your Q? Yeah. Oh, was that your Q at Kentucky too? No, my Q at Kentucky was a three nine. I got like two Bs in a chemistry class, but that's about it. Oh, uh, so you you the type of person that get mad when you get a B in a class. <laughs> That's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'd be happy if I get a B in a class. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was built like that. I wish I was. Trust me. Nah, I wish I was built like you. What? You talking about? You're stressful. <laughs> I have a B's to me in class. is like a 4.0. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay, so transfer from academics to your job now. So what are you, the uh, coordinator, or do you work for the NCA now? Yep, so I'm a championship coordinator, so I work um, and run championships for D2 football, D2 softball, National Collegiate Women's Ice Hockey, and National Collegiate Men's Gymnastics. Okay, so how did that come about? How did you get the connection? Because I know you did an internship mm-hmm. uh, before you got, so you got a full-time position now. Yep, so I came okay. as an intern last June. I applied for the postgraduate internship um, coming out of grad school. And I got uh, accepted into that. So I actually came in with women's basketball and was with the women's basketball team from June to January. And then okay. an opportunity came open um, on the Champs Oxide that um, in Jan- the beginning of January. So I got hired on full-time for that. And so I've been working with that ever since. Okay, okay. That's nice, man. That's nice. So um, what person did you look up to while you was growing up? Gave you extra motivation and inspiration mm. it could be an athlete it could be your parents you know it could yeah, be anybody it, it was definitely my parents have always been my biggest motivation um i think and biggest support because i just know they put so much into 
Dime games was probably like I could count on one hand. Like they would travel near and far. Right, right, yeah. Anything. So just to be able to, you know, give that, pay it back to them and pay it forward and, you know, make them proud has been something I've always wanted to do. Um, And what I use as my motivation and just the values they instilled in me, um, I think, has made me the person I am. So I give most of my credit to my successes to them. So. Yeah, and uh, you don't when you play an AU and stuff, you don't think about how many how much money your parents are dropping just right. investing you for only two days for that weekend. And, mm-hmm. and then I went to a private school too, so D three they don't cover all the expenses. So on top of that, that's like another monthly rent, you know. And for my right. parents to do that is, you know, you don't really you don't really think about that when you're in the moment when you're in college or when you play an AU, but. When you get out of college, you really think about that stuff. And, exactly. Yeah, it is correlates. It is correlates to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, the next five years, where do you want to be in the next five years? Like, where do you see yourself being at in the next five years? <laughs> That's always a hard question when I get asked that. What's up? Well, what's up? Happy. <laughs> as long no, of course. Happy. That's like one of my biggest things. Like I. Yeah. In a, this stage of my life, I used to be a very, I'm still a planner, but like this stage of life, I just learned to, you know, live day by day um, right. and, you know, enjoy life for the moment because, you know, tomorrow's not promised, you know, right. especially right. in the world we live in today. You can't think, take things for granted. Um, right. But I just definitely want to make progressions in my career. Um, so, like, I'm in a position where I can make advancement, there's advancement opportunities. So, if I can make business promotions in there, um, that would definitely be great. Um, in the next five years, I'll like to purchase a house if that's the cards for me. Um, okay. But yeah, just mainly as long as I'm happy and stay blessed, that's, that's all I can really ask for. Okay, okay, good. Uh, that's great to hear. All right, so last question, I get you off here. So, right. uh, where's your where's your job based out of? Where are you currently? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Oh, also mm-hmm. oh, you at the headquarters is going yep. crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So what do you do again? Like what like break it down all down for me again. What yeah, do you do again? so uh, okay, so like national championships at the end of the year when you go to your NCAA tournaments, I yeah. coordinate those. So I am planning right right now I'm planning the D two football championship. And so that's gonna oh. happen in December in Texas. So right now we're going through all the planning phases for that and then I'll travel to Texas for to run that championship. And then after um, after football I have women's ice hockey, I do the same thing. And then after ice hockey, I have gymnastics, I do the same thing. And then my last one's D2 softball. So it's the end of the year championship for the NCAA that we run. Um, so I get to travel to all those championships and then help play them. Okay, nice, nice. Well, thank you for coming on. I greatly appreciate thank you. you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing great. I knew you was doing great, but it's glad to hear your voice and, and see you in person or, you know, see, see your face. So. Just keep up the good work, man. I'm, I'm proud of you for sure. Thank you. You too. It was good seeing yep. you. Yeah, good seeing you too. I'll stay in All touch right. with you. All right. Take care. Yeah, take care. Bye.